All right, we're here. We're here. And wait, bro, you, you, you good? No, it's I'm not good. Hold on, what, 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 what happened this time? What happened this time? It's over. Sim City is over. Um, it's a, it's official. One half of Sim City is over. <laughs> I have to bury my waifus today. Um, so if you will just allow me the time and play the music, I have to say goodbye to a lot of waifus today. <sighs> but first off, even with the trailer coming back today, it made it broke my heart. Your farewell, um, Lady Mary Leona. Goodbye. Ninety percent of the woman in Bleach, <laughs> Rosaria Dawson, and literally everything she acts in. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, um, all the actresses that played Catwoman, Black Cat, goodbye, Storm, goodbye, uh, Bulma, farewell, the mom from Suzanne, goodbye, Supergirl from the only good part of the Flash movie, the Queen of Mel Remark, and last of all, but not least, my number one waifu, Hinata, farewell. Um, for reasons that I will not share on this podcast, SimCity on my end is done. It's, it's a it's a sad day for one half of the of the blurred city, but it's a glorious day for the other because now I can finally rest. <laughs> I also know that uh, I mean, I could do whatever I want. I could still pull out SimCity, but then again, somebody else would uh come after me. So um, no, unfortunately. Yeah. For this time, I, I have to still bow out this time. Speaking of which, I have to apologize formally to <laughs> the Sword of the Jedi before I get uh, pierced with a lightsaber for calling them a simp last week. So my my bad. I, it was not intended as I said it. See, I, I told you. I told you she was going to come after you, but you didn't listen. So uh, <laughs> told you we should have cut that part out the episode, but nah. Content is king. So I'm Demetrius. I'm Demetrius. And Meechie Meech presents Where It's Any Podcast. All right. So we are back to you with another Ahsoka Weekly uh, Recap, Episode 7. We have Dreams and Madness. Uh, just a little bit of housekeeping. This Wednesday, we will be off um, just because of scheduling. And then also, we we both desperately need a break. But so we'll be off on Wednesday. But so today is going to serve as our main podcast for the week. Again, Ahsoka Episode 7. You can catch us again Monday for a season finale uh, next week. And then also, we're going to come back with another uh, normal podcast on Wednesday. So with that, hit us with the legal Spiegel. The purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by the respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. All right. So with that, we always get into our what's hot for the normal podcast. Usually we don't do it on these episodes, but we're going to do it today. As we mentioned, Meech, what you got? So first of all, let's go over, you know, the different tiers of everything. Uh, let's start with comics first, because... uh. The death of the Ven Venomverse, it has concluded. The Summer of Symbiotes is now over, uh, so people can save their their money now, uh, as as can I. Um, but Static is still going, so uh, we, we still going to be losing money, but it's it's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. Um, but also, again, uh, Amazing Spider-Man is is different now. Um, he, he completely different, and I'm here for it. And speaking of Spider-Man, because we're now getting transitioned into gaming, uh, Spider-Man 2 coming soon. 
can't come soon enough. Uh, I've already seen reviews of it and I already uh, know I'm not touching grass for the next few years. So so we already give up on those hopes and dreams. Uh, then MK1, stay fantastic, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm still grinding up on the leaderboards. I'm only uh, 10 and 1 right now. So I, I'm I'm still climbing. I'm still climbing. Uh, so if people want to run my fade and come at me. Uh, just make sure I'm player one and not player two. But in any case, we also have ourselves in the realm of anime, right? Just peakness, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one Piece, you know it. It it they they finally finished the arc. They finally finished uh, Wano, and it's just cleanup time. And then we also have ourselves Bleach and Hallie. We haven't seen it yet because we're recording on a Thursday, but all I have to say is just, dang. Uh, <laughs> and then also we have ourselves the third member of the of the big three, Naruto, coming back soon. Also, they have a game coming out, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, and apparently uh, Naruto's going to go evil again. Um, so I don't know how to see about that, but all I know is that I will not be able to play the game because I have other priorities. And and with that, right, we also have Zom 100. They actually are about to go on hiatus right now, so that's indefinite. That's 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 kind of hurting my soul right now. See, that was crazy because I wanted to text you before today when I saw the news where I was like, what is going on for Zom 100? Because it got to like episode five. It was episode nine. No, but like before it started getting wonky where it'd be like, OK, it took like a two week break and then it would come back and then it would come back for two weeks and then it would take another like three week break. And I'm like, what is happening right now? So, yeah, like you mentioned, episode nine, and I was on indefinite hiatus for yeah. such a great show story of my life am i right um also we also have of course uh the the a good old-fashioned spy family our favorite our favorite uh our favorite wholesome wholesome anime about spies and murderers uh just just peak greatness of course uh attack on titan coming back soon and and then also just in a bit of just real world news uh the the first one well, there's going to be two that I'm primarily going to talk about. The first one I'm going to talk about now, and then the second one we're going to talk about after uh, you get through yours. But the writer strike, it's over. Praise Jesus. It's over. People finally getting their money. Now we got to get the actors. Yep. The the Continental is, 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 is good. Continental is okay. good. It's solid. Solid work. Writers finally getting paid. And that means that we about to get some heat across the Spider-Verse. I mean, beyond the Spider-Verse. Yes, please. Praise. Praise be. Praise be. But uh, but yeah, what you got? All right. Just to speed run it, something quick. So we teamed up with the Fusion Hop podcast. We did a joint collab uh, podcast. Not sure what data that's going to drop, but if you go to their feeds, Instagram, YouTube, all that, Spotify, Fusion Hop podcast, you'll catch up your boys on there as well. Um, just speed running through Devil May Cry is getting an anime. Uh, there was a trailer for that. Uh, I believe the week after this podcast comes out, Exorcist Believer, Meech and I have to go just for the content of it. He will be terrified. I'll be terrified watching him. Wait, watch the movie. Oh, well, I'm terrified because The Exorcist is like your number one horror movie of all time. And for this to be made, 
It does not affect me, though. No, I'm saying you're gonna be terrified because if it's bad. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know you're not scared. I, I love if it. it's bad. I'm going to be like, like livid. So I'm going to be terrified watching you while you watch the movie. Uh, so with that, Saw 10, I believe, is coming out very soon. And then also Castlevania Nocturne, the week of, actually the day of this recording, drops. So I'm definitely going to check that out. And then Gen V is well, coming out this week. And then also Tomb Raider is also getting an anime. So Meech, what you got? Uh, fine. All right. So we're going to need to... Firstly, take our uh, hats off, get our wands, and plop plop them up in the sky because we lost a real one today at the time of this recording. We lost Michael Gambon, the the second actor to to portray Albus Dumbledore after the original actor also passed away. So I just want to thank you for your contribution to the movies because you played that role phenomenally and... Now you're reunited with Dumbledore 1, Hagrid, and Snape. R.I.P. Yes. May we see, see you in the white train station in the sky. Wingardium right. Leviosa. All right. So with that transitioning, we are getting into the Pulse of the People. When I say Pulse of the People, I mean one pulse. Meech, speed run it. You're the only one giving the Pulse of the People today. All right, so people out here, all right, so this episode, it's, it's encroaching on the finale. It's about to go down. Um, I am here. I'm ready. My soul was ready. And uh, just so many things happened this episode, and I was in uh, complete total disbelief and tears about. And a certain somebody also uh, let me know just, just this episode. Just wow. Yes, so with that, we are getting into our recaps for Ahsoka Episode 7, Dreams and Madness. So, opening up with the episode, like I mentioned when we reviewed episode three, bureaucracy is the enemy of progress. Our girl, General Sindula Hera, uh, Hera Sindula, is being scolded by the Senate for her actually being correct in finding out that Thrawn is a threat. Um, so, again, we see Senator, it's kind of actually weird. Is it Ziono? Ziono. Ziono just being an op to his people... <laughs> which he eventually gets destroyed in episode seven, if if you're aware of it. So with that, he's just like, yo, you can't disobey orders. That's not a threat. Our boy, uh, the captain, he speaks up. He's like, yo, what happened on uh, Mandalore? But that was actually very interesting. They mentioned that. So again, we being the nerds that we are, mentioned that, okay, all the movies are going to tie everything together. But for someone that's kind of like new to it, only watches the shows, this is confirmation that it's running in parallel timelines. So what's happening in The Mandalorian is obviously happening in Ahsoka real time. Uh, So that kind of just like was a cool tie-in. And then we see, uh, I'll let you take over, CP3 Goat. So if you if you want to take CP Goat, get that straight. (laughs) All right. So first of all, uh, yeah, so as I said, we we hear this man, and then I I had to pause the episode. I was like, "Ain't no way." Uh, this yep, our our second favorite droid decided to come in, and he's like, "Hey, I'm here under orders of Senator Leia Organa. I got her clearance, you know, her clearance to uh to go on this mission." And mm-hmm. Senator Zano is on full op activities. Like, hold on, we can't accept no testimony of a droid. And then my uh third favorite uh droid chopper, he he was ready to get into action. Like, let me show you why I'm a roid criminal. Let me show you why I got fifty thousand bodies on me. You about to be fifty thousand and one. Uh, 
But unfortunately, yeah, so Jono was finally able to be shut up for this episode, which I'm like, thank you, because I can stand this man. And and then Hera was actually able to just have a little talk with with my Mothma. And she and she just kept it a hundred. It's like, listen, we got to we got to prep. We got to prep for war. This threat is real. We can hope for the best, but we got to prep for the worst. I'm not even going to hold you. And and looks like Mon Mothma is about to take that real take that real personally, real seriously, because because they she she locked in too. she locked. She in. might she might get blocked. though. she yeah, might get um, blocked. Yeah. But the thing is, we know she's locked in. But as you said, bureaucracy and the Senate is utter trash. I mean, yeah, with that, like, one thing that it shows in shows like this in movies is just like, you see that the fear of war, a lot of, t- even with history, if we want to talk about the 40s, to be honest with you, but like the 40s, the fear of war sometimes leads to war because you have the, the ability to stamp it out, but like nobody has the heart for war sometimes, especially after like in that case. And then also like, you know, World War One into World War Two, where it's just like, I don't have the stomach for this, man. Uh, you don't know what it's like to go through war. So it's just like, we can't do it. So that's, I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, you can do something to stop this. Yep. And, uh, like, I, and you, I was like, listen, if it was me and I, and I heard rumors that, that Thrawn could have came back or like there was an Imperial incident, my first thought would be murder that outright. Just, just stomp it out stomp out any resistance whatsoever that could be the emperor in me talking but i don't care or that could be the king and the king in black in me talking but i don't care because i would ensure that no threat comes to the rule will threaten peace yes so with that going next we then see ahsoka she is within the purple so in the ship she's training and we see that anakin actually used to leave her holograms or holotapes whatever the word is when it is first training tapes for it where he's like talking so that's another scene with our boy hidden christians in the goat so uh just like with that and it's gonna tie into my big question so i'm kind of gonna leave some of that off of my thoughts and opinions on that scene but just we see her training talking to wang and then also as soon as they like kind of get out of the universe, we know that the ops are already ready. So it's a minefield, which is absolutely crazy. So um Thrawn is ready, thanks to the great mothers. Uh so like the Purgles, they're kind of just like running into these minefields, and then uh Ahsoka and Yang escape from it, and then the Purgles are like, nah, I'm out of here. So they go back into hyperspace, <laughs> hyper drive space and just like dip out. So then we get a scene where they're getting chased and they decide to hide in the Purgle graveyard. Debris Ooh, crazy. Yeah, and then after, like right after that, they decide to just hang out for a little bit because uh because Thrawn, like he gets the, the 411, he gets the Wikipedia page on Ahsoka and her backstory and then as soon as she, as soon as he realized that, oh, Oh, her master is Skywalker. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna need everybody to pull out. Um, uh, I'm gonna need uh all the crew to know. Just pull out. Just wait up. Wait a second, and just let her and just let her fish her way out. Because so I had a question with that scene. Um, knowing that like Thrawn was one of the major baddies in uh Rebels, and then Ahsoka like was prevalent throughout Rebels. Did they never cross paths before? No, because by the t- time Thrawn was on the scene. Ahsoka was dead. Okay. After season two. And 
also and also this is also more confirmation because this like there was explained in the novel that Thrawn knows that Anakin was Vader. Hmm. So that that should let you know like right there's like mm, he knows. He knows everything that you need to that you need to do. And that's all part of Thrawn's character is like, hey, he will dissect you. He just needs to know the basic information about you, your history and everything like that. And he already has a game plan for you to snuff you out. And that's exactly what happens because uh, so he uses the great mothers to use their their dark magic to kind of to locate Ahsoka and Ahsoka while traveling. Well, while waiting, she's like, you know what? Let's find Sabine by using by force using a, a force bond. Just like, hey, let's let's FaceTime like, hey, hey, what, what are you doing? And then now we cut to. We cut to uh gaslighting. We cut the gaslighting. This this gonna hurt. This hurts my soul right now. This hurts my soul. Ooh, Ezra was just straight out of the loop. I'm like, bro, bro. If only you knew. If only you knew. You want me to take it or you want to take it? Just, just take it. Just take it. All right. So we cut back to you know uh, Ezra Sabine with the uh, notes and they're just like migrating essentially. So having the talk, she's chilling. She's like, yo, I'm with Bay. Um, he's talking about, yo, just home and everything. And he's like, yo, how did you get here? You know, we still haven't addressed that. And what's the plan for getting back? You know, two key details. It's not like I'm not in a different galaxy or anything. I, I feel like I'm not asking for a lot just to, you know, you know, partial truths. And Sabine is like, don't worry about that. I just want to be happy. <laughs> it is complicated. I can't tell you. It's like, what happened to Ahsoka is complicated. Uh, let's not focus on any of this. It's, it's irrelevant. So with that, uh, yeah, again, gaslighting, abusive relationships, uh, focus on yourself, Kings. So with that, she uh, they move forward, but we see that my guy, Balin Skull, is talking to uh, Shin, and he's like, hey, we found them. You go take care of it with, like, the help. You know, call it in to uh, Grand Admiral, take your place in the Empire. My path leads elsewhere. And then he dropped a bar and it is impatience for victory will guarantee defeat. I was about to leap up out my seat for that. Listen, Balin, Balin just out here. Balin is Balin is really out here, and and he just he just drops nuggets. He drops nuggets. That was his final lesson to Shin. Yeah, that is tough because that actor again he passed away unfortunately. And Balin Skull is probably like my favorite or second favorite character in this entire show right now. And I don't know how they're going to end his character arc, um, just, you know, knowing that. So, again, he's on a different path. Like, uh, we speculate maybe Abeloth, maybe Dark Nexus of the Force, but no one knows. So, again, just like converging paths, Ahsoka's being chased by Thrawn's fighter pilots and then a bunch of the raiders along with backup Thrawn night troopers come to, like, confront Yeah. Yes. And they they come up. They they pretty much have they pretty much have a whole dog fight, and then ends up like surrounding them. And then uh, and you know, Bay and Bay and Ezra they decide to. Oh, that's still Bay. Oh no no no! I'm talking about Ezra's Bay. Ah uh, uh, okay. Ez, well, I would say Ezra and Bay. All right, that's better. Ezra and his Bay. Okay, so essentially they. He's like, hey, here's your lightsaber. Let's do this. And he's like, nah, I don't need no lightsaber. I am the weapon. The force is with me. I am the force. 
I am him. And and we learned real quickly that uh he 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 is he using martial arts out here, he using some judos, he, he using some force techniques. He he just taking folks out left and right, taking taking names, taking souls. And then Sabine out here, she doing uh she doing okay. <laughs> she just using <laughs> the blasters. She had to pull out the lightsaber at one point to just start slashing folks left and right. And then we cut to Ahsoka because she manages to to get past everybody and they and she runs up on Balin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you can't, I can't let you interfere. So I don't know if he was saying I can't let you interfere with Shen's goals because, you know, I'm her master. I'm trying to support her or I'm on my way to like this thing. And I, if you try to confront me, you're going to stop me from that. So I don't know if like what's your opinion on that? Mm-hmm. So my my like collection with that is essentially just like, hey, I can't let you interfere with my plans because by this point, Shin is all basically he let Shin go. He he let her go and she's on her own. So like his his mindset is now on his mission. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think like, hey, I can't let you interfere. So or maybe maybe the two plans are like still together like in some way shape or form so he so he may be talking about the same thing we don't know uh we won't know till this last episode so so yeah with that ahsoka she actually uses two lightsabers when she fights him which makes so much more sense now for uh some reason uh but you know they fight it's kind of essentially a draw but he has the edge against her and he's like oh you can't beat me and then, and then with that, she's like, I don't have to. So like with that, Yang is like a little, little drive by, if you will. And then she just like disappears from it. So then also Shen is her because she took out, well, temporarily took out Ezra. But like once they got Ezra's hair, what you mean? No, she did force push him against like one of the ships, right? Yeah, but that was like temporarily. And then he got like, right. like I said, t- temporarily. So like, but you know, they got surrounded. Ahsoka turned the tides of war. Uh, they kind of like did in the night troopers and they scattered. And then Shin, they offered her a chance at redemption. And she was like, nah, I'm out. Uh, and then Ahsoka said, don't chase them. Something that was cool, just like taking away, going away from there. Thrawn, like you said, he's like a master manipulator, a master planner. He literally has the equivalent of a chessboard. He sees all the pieces on the boards. And what was so crazy was like, he was like, where is Balin's skull at? Like one of the pieces is missing. And I was like, yo, how do you know specifically that Balin's skull isn't there out of all people? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, like he, like he just locked in. He, yes. He's always locked in. And I'm pretty sure the Night Sisters magic allowed him to see the actual like arena and battlefield. So he sees like who the players are. He's like, hold on. Somebody, somebody not on this board. Where my, where my night at? Oh, huh? Nice. And then I looked at it, and yeah, he did not blink. You're right, Mitch. I, I was focused in on it. He did not blink. So with that, essentially, they all, like, reunite the squad. We have Soka, our boy, Ezra, and then also, um, <laughs> and then also Sabine. So again, next episode, the truth is coming out. Sabine, it's your time. Yeah, uh, all your lies is about to come true because of... Uh... It's like, and I don't know if you caught this moment, but the way that Sabine and Ahsoka just looked at each other. Yes. 
Like, yes, like that is just a pure black. This was the blackening moment. <laughs> they just looked at each other and you knew everything about that conversation. It's like, you better tell him or I will. He's going to find out. So, listeners, this is not an anti-Sabine podcast, but we have to call her out on her actions. <laughs> she doomed the galaxy. I mean, hey, this is the dangers of simp behavior. Uh, yes. We got one person who learned the the easy way, another person who learned the hard way, and then and then we got Sabine. Uh, she about to learn the hard way. What her her hardest way? Be. The hardest way. All right. So, anything else from this episode? Nah, not right now. All right. Let's get into our big questions of the week again for listeners. I uh, for the first time this. The question doesn't necessarily have to relate specifically to the show. It can be uh, either that or like more in depth, more philosophical, which is kind of what mine is. So my question of the week, going back to the Anakin, um, not even just like this week's episode, but also when they were in the world between worlds. And then this week's episode with where she's listening to the holograms as she's preparing for battle. But it's how do you reconcile the evil actions of those you love with the person you knew. So like Anakin Skywalker might be one of the most evil dudes in the entire galaxy when he turned to Vader. Like despicable. Like you talk to me about comic Vader where like beyond menace. Like and we both play Jedi Survivor and Jedi 66. Oh my fallen order like terrified of him in this game. He's one of the most evil people in the entire galaxy, but the way they speak about him, or, or at least Ahsoka, is like, I still have love for you. I still view you as my master, even though you also tried to directly kill me, and you would have succeeded if Ezra did not save me by a MacGuffin. So that that's my question. Ooh, that's a that is a great question. Uh yeah, because yeah, it's cause like it's just one of those things where do you forgive and forget or do you like just forgive and just move on? Like, Hey, that was just, you treated like their, that was their emo phase. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, it was a disastrous emo phase, but, but it was nonetheless, but, but yeah. And I think that's just like a theme of star Wars in general. And I think that's like one of the th issues that people have when it comes to like the redemption equals death, uh, trope, because like, all right, if if they die, like being redeemed, we don't have to focus on on them and the ramifications of their actions and all the hoopla that comes after, because they did. Uh, mm. But as we clearly see, Star Wars and Filoni be in their bag. It's like, no, no, we can still talk about it even when they're dead. Uh, but for me, I think like probably like my biggest question is at what point does your dreams and ambitions turn into let's see what's the best way i say it your dreams and ambitions turn into an unhealthy obsession uh because because there there is like two parallels right there is sabine's obsession with getting to ezra and we see the results of that with big Thrawn about to Big Thrawn is like, because at the end of the episode, he is ready to, he's like, hey, we got everything we need. Like, time is almost up, and I'm about to dip. We are getting ready to be out of here and just go conquer the regular galaxy and strand these yahoos. But then there's also the side of, hey, 
And then there's also sin, which, I mean, as we mentioned, like that hard bar. Yes. That, that, the hardest of bars. And it's just like, okay, so like this is, like this is why those two are beefing so much because they, they're kind of somewhat alike. Uh, and like they're having like a parallel story about their ambitions, even though we do not clearly see or clearly know what Shin like her ambitions fully are. It's just like, I just do what I'm told. But she is like super hyper obsessed with just like getting getting her stuff done <laughs> and climbing up the ranks. Yeah, I love that you asked that. Even a more Balin's skull, like we don't know. Like, it's not, like, harmful so far. Well, obviously, he's helping to get Thrawn back. But we don't know what his ultimate goal is. But, like, he's definitely like, yo, I'm going to get this no matter the cost. Uh, so that that's actually a very great question. So with that, we are going to get into our predictions for next week, the finale. And then it has to obviously be the big picture view of Star Wars. So what you got? Yep, because uh, all I have to say is here. here's the few things I'm going to probably see for the episode. Hera and uh gang is probably gonna like find a way to get to the other galaxy as well. Or it's either that or Thrawn makes it back to the galaxy. Ahsoka and them are following, and Hera is basically on the front lines, essentially holding Thrawn at bay. Or that could very well just be the case of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Star Wars, the return of Thrawn. Oh, I can see that now. Good good gracious. Um, but then there's also the aspect of it's like, all right, now let's get into the to the Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine show, which is all their dirty laundry. Well, all of Sabine's dirty laundry about to get out here in this open. And now it's time to see what his reaction gonna be. Because knowing Ezra, he's gonna forgive her, but at the same time, their relationship is about to get strained. It's about to get strained a bit. Oh no! Just from, just from him, like you, your stupidity is about to just kill, kill the entire galaxy. I, I do not want that for myself or at all. Um, and then also we see like, like, hey, what's Ahsoka's growth like as a mentor? Like, is, is this finally gonna be the time where Ahsoka, uh, where I mean, where Sabine finally be able to fully use the Force? Yes, no. Maybe so, or do a hybrid, mm-hmm. and and like with Ezra's a uh, force kung fu, <laughs> will he ever wield his saber ever again? Interesting. I wonder with that, um, if oh, I I feel like he might take it up again because like maybe like like you say the relationship gets strained even though they're gonna be forced to work together to stop Thrawn, but maybe she gives it up, uh, the her lightsaber to him, but. I think what's so frustrating is that it's not like she pulled an Artreus where it's like you had good intentions and you like accidentally open like if you've played God yeah. or Ragnarok, you understand. But like you accidentally open this door for something bad to happen and you couldn't understand the oh, consequences and repercussions. Yeah. In this case, it was like, yeah, Thrawn is probably going to come back, um, but I don't care. I just want to see Ezra. You know, that's I think that's where it is. Like you said, the dangers of simping. But with that, uh, my predictions for next week, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Thrawn at by the end of the episode is in the new galaxy and it's like bum, bum, bum. Uh, then Hera, I think she starts recruiting, but it's going to be more like she has a rebel army. And like whenever 
if it goes to like a season two or directly into the movie, I feel like they might do a Ahsoka season two before the movie, but I feel like they are going to get waxed uh, and it's going to be like too late for that because you still want to have Senate interference. So with that, um, what else would I say for predictions? Yeah, I mean, that's the big one. And then for like moving forward, I'll wait for like the different episodes, movies, TV shows uh, for next week. So with that, also, we want to get into our awards for the week. So my MVP of the week is going to Ezra just because of, like you said, the force foo. He was him. He was like, I don't need a lightsaber. I can take people out with the force and my hands. So what about you? And then for me, I guess like biggest MVP. It, yeah, it's also going to be Ezra for that. But uh, like for all those great reasons. But I'm really here focusing on the biggest op of the week. <laughs> Senator Jano, come here, boy. Because you was doing way too much for no reason. For no and- reason. And I have a reason, and I have a speculation because of that. And since of this man is in league with Thrawn or El or Morgan, he's in league with them. Why is he trying so hard to like not like hey to basically like hey don't go there? He's doing everything he can to antagonize her at every point to make her seem incompetent, to make her just want to like look, look like the bad guy, look like the stupid one. He tried and he tried way too hard with the and when he mentioned that uh we can't accept like testimony from Jordan, I was like, nope, nope, that that had to be it. That had to be it. Cause as we know, all the Imperials are xenophobic. And droids are basically in that category too. So and you, I, I remember a conversation, it was way before Ahsoka, but you said that the, uh, Thrawn is like the only alien to like overcome that, right? Or yes, he's quote unquote alien. Yeah. He's basically the only, the only non-human that is him. Because you were saying like, if he was actually human, he probably would have been accepted over Vader at the time. I would probably, well... If if he was I had aptitude with the forcing, absolutely. But uh but like I'll say like he probably would have been on equal footing with Vader in terms of like the Imperial like grandstanding. Like he'd be second only to the Emperor under that sense. And then Vader's just literally just him. So uh we he is his own category. All right. So with that, here we go. Meech, what is your controversial Star Wars take of the week? Oh yeah, so you you wanted you wanted me to come here with blood, all right? And we don't, we don't have a main episode, so let's get it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's let's go ahead and talk about our boy Boba Fett real quick. Let's talk about just how not great of a character he is, and how much of just of a he, he's he's basically just an action figure. Because think about it, what did he do? What did he do? Episode five, he just showed up. He he maybe shot a few shots at Luke, did absolutely nothing, and then and then just take Han away. Whoop de do. Episode six, what did he do? He got washed. He got washed badly by a blind Han Solo sent straight into the Sarlacc. I say the the only time he was truly competent was when he showed up in the Mandalorian season two. Even in his own show, he wasn't he wasn't doing nothing. To a point where men 
where when Din Djarin returned, it became Mandalorian season 2.5. That's how that's how bad he is. Because of the fact that even the creators had no faith in him to run his own show. He, you you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell me he was a good character. You couldn't. Like, you, sure, he had, sure, like, Clone Wars tried to expand upon it. Sure, the comic tried to expand upon it. And spoiler alert for Jedi Survivor, yeah, he had a cool moment in there. But that's all it was. Just moments. Not a compelling character arc. Not anything of the like. He was just there, did something cool, looked cool, left, or got embarrassed. Boba Fett, you disgraced the Mandalorians, my guy. Wow. Um, you were trying to get forced choked. Ah, oh my goodness, that that's a take. I think you are helped out by Book of Boba Fett, but if you would have said that before Book of Boba Fett, so many people would have been mad at that. Well, okay, let me just preface this with saying it is Disney's interpretation of Boba Fett. Legends Boba Fett? <laughs> well, I say he had, well... Okay, when he came back in Legends, he he still didn't have great moments because he just got washed again, but he was still alive. But it gave him, it at least gave you the opportunity for him to like actually do stuff later that were actually like some severely cool stuff. Like he was able to hang with Luke Skywalker. He was able to train like some some of the new Jedi, which I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. You actually you actually saw it. You actually saw the peoples then. But only then, right now, none of that is canon. So, uh, be trash. I like your moments comment with that where it is like, it, it, next week we are bringing on the Sword of the Jedi for the finale season, uh, episode eight. So we're looking forward to that. And yeah, again, we're off this week. So, you know, check out the Fusion Hop podcast feed just to uh, see whenever they drop that episode with our collab. You can catch up on old episodes, catch up on our Ahsoka reviews, and just kind of, you know, get accustomed to Blair City. So, we, yeah, let's, let's go with the plugs. All right. So, the plugs of the day are we have ourselves our Instagram, our ex, formerly known as Twitter, and our Threads account. Like, follow, and subscribe to Blur City 22. And then we also have ourselves our uh, our Discord, which is linked in said uh, social media pages. And then we have ourselves our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurge City Pod. For the Patreon exclusives, if you want to donate even as little as a dollar, you get access to exclusive episodes like our character analysis of pain and our deconstruction and reconstruction of a uh, of pure garbage. But I'm I'm. It's so hard for me to even say the name of that movie because it scarred me forever and tainted the name of the Fantastic Four forever. But uh, in any case, right, we also have ourselves our. <clears throat> Sorry about that. We have ourselves our email under blurredcity22 at gmail.com. This is where you can submit uh, suggestions for episodes, geek out, freak outs, random fan theories, as well as just your controversial hot takes. Uh, So that way. I'm not the one that's constantly un under fire, but that's okay because, I mean, I am the rogue one after all. So, so yes, that's and also I am the rogue Jedi on TikTok. However long we got TikTok, uh, because you know it's it's about to get taken out at some point in the year. And so, what you got? All right, for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash. That is M E T R. 
I underscore D-A-S-H. And for my ex, formerly known as Twitter, that is at the mad dash 16. And if you're interested in my book, Phantom Paints, Most Regular Tale, that is available on Amazon and Kindle. So with that, uh, again, we will be coming back uh, next Wednesday for again next Monday for our Ahsoka season finale. And then next Wednesday, we're doing an interview with another uh, comic creator, Midnight Comics. So look forward to that. Tap in like comment subscribe so let's hit the people with some words of encouragement and get up out of here all right so for my words of encouragement it is to always be honest with your loved ones because there may be a situation where if you lie to them and you you have to keep up the lie by telling more lies and at the end of the day you may not be able to keep your lies straight so you might as well just be forthcoming with them let them know what it really is because because once they find out the truth, it's only going to hurt more. My advice, to keep it simple, at every stage in life, you at some point, you have to get, let go of your simping ways. Um, so <laughs> with that, move forward. Don't let people control you. Focus on yourself, kings, queens, and in-betweens. So with that, it's not goodbye forever. It's goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. <laughs> See you <all> later. <laughs>